Welcome to the 222 Paranormal Podcast, starring your host, Joe George, and his groovy sister. Groovy. That's me, Shoddy. Well, hello there. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. We missed you. Long time no see. I know. We haven't heard you for a whole week. Whole week. <laughs> <laughs> no, we uh really uh, glad you guys are tuning in today. We have a wonderful show. But Joe, how have you been? I haven't seen I feel like I haven't seen you for eight years. Doing good. Doing it's good. Only uh, been a week. I got all the lawnmower equipment ready so I can cut <gasps> it's your grass. Time. I know. I have so much yard cleanup to do. I'll just mow it all over. I know, right? I want to roll it. I am. I have a terrible something is tearing up my lawn. I think it's a um, imp or a gnome. <laughs> Jen's got a gnome problem, and it's digging its way through her yard. Oh, my God. So bad. It's so bad. I was like, I'm going to have to capture this thing, and I'm like, what if it's a fairy or a sprite? <laughs> yeah, but, you know, coming up next week... We are going to be in Coshocton, Ohio. We're so excited. You guys have to come out to the Sasquatch Triangle Conference. Looking forward to it. We haven't been to a Bigfoot conference in a long time. And I'm excited because the the town that it's in yes, is yes. awesome. That is a cool little town. A lot of history. And the Newark Holy Stones are in the house. Oh, that's so exciting. Joe's been waiting to see those for a long, long time. Yeah, I saw them, what, three years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, this year I'll actually hack it, hack them. I'm gonna hack them. <laughs> whack, 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 no, whack, whack. No, no. I'm gonna have them at the booth. So stop by the show, yes. stop by the our booth, and take a look at the Newark Holy Stones. Yeah, get a <laughs> selfie with them. Yeah, <laughs> that's what all the kids are doing these days. <laughs> yeah, but we got a great show today. Wonderful. Um, we have Candy Slater from Riverside, Iowa Paranormal. And let me tell you a little bit about her. Okay. Candy had multiple experiences with her husband, Derek. She enjoys using all kinds of equipment, including trigger objects, to communicate with the spirits. Candy is certified as a Reiki master, crystal master, soul shift healer, alchemist, and elemental healer. She continues to work and develop her skills in the studies of crystals, herbs, and their use in the paranormal and in everyday life. Through her many years of working in a cemetery, she has developed empathic communication skills that help her deal with her clients. Candy also enjoys researching haunted locations and their history, using that information as the Riverside, Iowa Paranormal Event Coordinator. Candy is also the Director of Events and Community Relations for Thriller Events, a ticketing platform for the paranormal, metaphysical, and otherworldly events. So let's welcome to the show Candy Slater. Hi, Candy. Hi, thank you for having me tonight. Oh, this is going to be a blast. Yes, we're so excited <laughs> to have you on. And for everybody I'm excited too. Yeah. Candy is with Riverside Paranormal. I was just asking her where in Iowa she was. She says she's at the corner of Wisconsin. Iowa, and what was the third one? Yeah, I'm personally located in Dubuque, which okay. is right on the corner where Iowa, Wisconsin, and Illinois all join, but the team is based out of Riverside, okay. Iowa. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I 
got a chance to get up on YouTube and look at some of the videos from the from the group and yeah, everything. And great. it's like you guys are all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have chapters in addition to Iowa. We have Arizona, Texas, oh. Indiana, Pennsylvania, and Greece. Oh, in Greece. You're international. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That yeah. is awesome. Yeah, this is amazing. I yeah. can imagine, you know, having team members in other countries that are way older than ours have some amazing yeah. uh, opportunities to ghost hunt and go into some of the historic, mm-hmm. you know, land, uh, what do they call them? Historic sites. Yeah. Speaking What's of it? historic sites, actually, um, Catherine, who is on our Greek team, and Michelle, the founder of Riverside Iowa Paranormal, they are also co-founders of Daughters of Akate, and they're going to be doing some tours for Mysterious Adventure Tours, where they're actually, in October, we're going to be in Scotland. So I'm really looking forward to that one. But then in October, they're also going to be, they're going to be in Ireland. And then next year, John Zaffis is going to join them in Greece. Oh, oh, that's, that's awesome. amazing. He's so funny. <laughs> We're going to be seeing him yeah. not the end of this month, but the other end of next month. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. He's a great guy. I'm yeah. so jolly she's going to Scotland. Uh, send me every picture of every castle <laughs> and every ghost you see. <laughs> Definitely. For sure. I mean, you think about it. Like you were saying, those places are older than the United well, States. They're five been... times older than our country. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. That's incredible yeah i that's one of the bucket list places would be go to edinburgh scotland yeah Yeah. that's where we're gonna be so that's that's one of the places we're gonna be so it's gonna be incredible oh Uh, jealous venture of a lifetime we'll be there someday joe (laughs) yeah someday one day you might cross our path when we have time (laughs) yeah right (laughs) when we're not podcasting but uh, candy let's go back and let's um Tell our listeners a little bit about your story and your journey and how you got to be where you're at with your fascination, introduction, and, you know, living in this world of the paranormal. Well, for the longest time, I hate to admit it, but I called paranormal hocus pocus. I didn't believe in any of it Mm -hmm. until I met my husband, Derek, who begged me one day, just go to one haunted location with me. Okay, well, you better pick a good one because if something doesn't happen, I'm done with it. He took me to Edinburgh Manor in Scotch Grove, Iowa. Even just from the outside of the building, I was having experiences. We got to go back and get in there. And the thing that made me a believer is I was laying in a hospital bed, and I I felt like I was being held down in the bed, but I didn't want to come out and say it because being a skeptic, you know, if I mm-hmm. say it, anybody can say, oh, yep, that's what I see. And the one psychic looked at me and says, can I show you what I see being done to you? And he went down to my legs and he held them down and came up and says, I saw that. And a second spirit across my chest holding my shoulders down. And the way he held me down was exactly what I was feeling mm-hmm. and it made a believer out of me. That's incredible. When you experience stuff like that, you know, we've had so many people that went ghost hunting with us and did experience stuff. And it's like, that just draws you in so much because you did have an experience. Like you said, better go to someplace that has some activity, but. (laughs) Oh, then it comes, I come to find out that he's actually a medium. So that even heightens Ah. getting to work with the gifted, gifted psychics that we have Mm -hmm. on the team. Mm -hmm. 
just takes all those experiences to the next level. Oh, yeah. Now, did you know he was that before you met him? No. Wow. No. Did he know? Should I say that? <laughs> yeah. He knew since okay. he was 12, but I had no clue. Yeah. Was that something yeah. that he didn't want to share with people or that he just maybe suppressed? Or or was he just like, oh, I got to get this girl because she's cute and I, got, I don't want to scare her away? <laughs> He chose to not tell anybody because of what happened with a lot of people. Mm -hmm. They doubt it, don't believe it, call him crazy, hocus pocus like what I did. I mean, some of his own family members called him crazy because he said he believed in that. So, yeah, he withheld it. And I'll never forget because when I found out we were with Michelle's daughter, Brittany, who's also on the team, and we were doing an investigation and she goes, he has it. He has what? He has it. You know, he has it. And I'm going, I don't know what he has. <laughs> she goes, he has the gift. He's a medium. She goes, this is what I see. And she goes, he was in the Gansfeld experiment where you got the headphones mm -hmm. and the red lights and everything blindfolded. She goes, this is what I'm seeing. She goes, when we're done, ask him what he sees or what he was seeing. And he told me the same thing that she was seeing. And I was like, Oh my God. Wow. That's incredible. So going back to your experience of working in a graveyard for many, many years, yeah. did you have any qualms about working? Was it, was it in the office capacity? Were you out in the field? What were you doing there? I worked in the office. So helping families make funeral arrangements, mm -hmm. selling them the graves, designing monuments. Okay. And then I would also be out in the cemetery, you know, planting flowers on graves, helping maintain everything. I mean, it was a cemetery of about 60,000 people oh, that wow. were buried there. So buried quite there. large. Yeah. yeah. And did you believe in the paranormal at that time too? No, wow. not at all. Did you no. experience anything that made you doubt that? If I knew now, if I knew then what I knew now, yeah. oh, I would have had so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Now, do you... Yeah go back and visit that particular cemetery? Now Personally, I stay away. From, I mean, we go into cemeteries, but kind of stay out for the most part because spirits being attracted to the bright light and all the energies of us, I can't risk bringing something home with me. Yeah, no, that makes you, sense. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have you had any experience where something followed you home? I had something recently where some elementals tried to come home with me and yeah. I didn't realize it until we were in the car. But luckily one of the teammates, Catherine, she's like, Candy, we need to go do a cleansing real quick. You got some elementals with you. <laughs> oh and... man. Yeah. So what kind of elementals were they? Were you not sure? Uh, I didn't get into the specifics with her. Cause at the, I mean, this was just a couple weeks back. Mm -hmm. So I was shocked with it, you know? And what, so, where where did you pick those up at? Was it a haunted location, or were, were you just out and about, or? It was a haunt, uh, supposed haunted location that we went to to check it out. One of those that are on the thirteen most haunted places okay. in your state that are outside that aren't buildings. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I always wonder as people have regularly ghost hunted in certain locations, you know, all of the, the asylums or the old hospitals or prisons, you know, I think the spirits are used to mm -hmm. people coming in and then them having to stay behind as, a, you know, the people come and go and leave. But when you go to a location that's not readily or often visited, I think those things mm -hmm. then are like not aware that they can't follow you home. 
and they attach <laughs> themselves to you and they're just coming along for the ride because you yeah. know don't have experienced that a oh, couple yeah. of times and it goes along with like you're like you were saying you have to do a final cleansing yeah. or a prayer or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it to tell the spirits they have to stay at the location because they will attach to you and follow you home. Jen's had yeah, attachments they were a few trying, times. And Michelle, the founder, she is a big advocate for protection. In fact, she's designed, we have a, well, designed, she handcrafts a special protection spray that we use that custom blend of oils, crystals, mm-hmm. and some other magical ingredients that she puts together that we use. And she's very big at teaching all of us, you know, protections number one, because a lot of people in paranormal don't think about it, but you can go to a location, pick something up, bring it home with you, be living with it for a month or two before it even shows its face. Oh yeah. 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 Cause a lot of havoc to your soul and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, people don't realize too, that, you know, these things follow you home. It, may not just attach to you. You have children, you have pets, you have the elderly, you have people, if they're in, um, yeah. you know, a weakened state mentally, they'll worm their way right in there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just got to be very careful. Yeah. And that's how people get possessed to where you have to, it may even get so bad, you got to call in a demonologist to get the, uh, to get them out. You know? No, Michelle have- on our team. She is. She's a demonologist and she's the first woman ever inducted into the Worldwide Society of Exorcists. Oh, really? Wow. That's awesome. That's yeah. incredible. I bet you so. she has some tales to tell. <laughs> now, yeah. when you go into locations or you're doing an investigation, would you generally have somebody like your demonologist go in first to see or suss out what exactly is in there before the rest of the team goes in? We usually go in as as a team, you know, maybe if not all team members are there, but mm-hmm. we have always more than one or two because you don't know what you're walking into, especially in private cases. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. more public, like you mentioned, well-known locations, you kind of have an idea what you might be walking into, mm-hmm. but we enjoy helping families in need, so we never know what we're walking into when we get those calls. And tell our listeners a little bit of you don't have to get into specifics, but in general, what are what are people dealing with that they would call you, your team for, to come in and... Uh, any type of activity. I mean, you could have somebody having an attachment, a location that's, you know, something that's attached to the land, something that was in the house or business before they got there, or in some cases, even things that they self-manifest. Yeah, like a tulpa... Sure. I, I, you know, I'm I'm the girl of a million questions because I just love to get inside and pick people's brain and, and, and absorb mm-hmm. their knowledge because, you know, it's like every time I talk to somebody who's in the paranormal, I learn something different or something new. And it's, it's fascinating. Wanted to talk just a little bit about you being a Reiki master and, and how do you use that on investigations, or are you just generally using that on individuals who come to you for some Reiki healing? The main reason I became a Reiki master was to help our team or people who are coming to our events that, you know, get psychically attacked to be able to, to help them at that time. That was one of my main reasons for for getting into it. And I've used it quite a bit on on events where maybe someone opens up too much, not realizing 
you know, some people don't even realize they have gifts or are sensitive until they come out for their first investigation. Yeah. Do you use your crystals during your Reiki sessions? I do. Okay. And I'm with working with the elements as well. Okay. Now, what, just in your opinion, give our one of our listeners who wasn't familiar with crystals, if you were to recommend like a general crystal to them for them to maybe start looking into, what, what would you be your go-to? Every the- person is different. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of broad. If you're looking for protection, I would definitely say black obsidian. Uh, black obsidian is unique that instead of just reflecting the negative energy, it absorbs it and helps take it away. So, I mean, you do have to cleanse it more frequently than other stones because it absorbs it. But, mm-hmm. you know, for protection or grounding, dealing with the paranormal, definitely black obsidian. We've dealt with crystals a lot, too. And it's very interesting to me how everybody knows each each crystal vibrates at a different tone and that mm-hmm. so that it does different things. But when I had my Reiki session, they used crystals and it felt amazing. It was so different than the first one I had where they just did the energy healing with their hands. They involved mm-hmm. the crystals and they actually asked me if I wanted the ringing bowls also. And I said, no, let me just try the crystals to see how that is. It was amazing. And I, you know, I can't tell you which ones they used that because I don't know for what, you know, I have my eyes closed for one thing, but <laughs> It it's just an amazing feeling. I could actually feel the energy going out of my fingertips. Wow. It's Definitely just... try a sound healing if you get the chance. Yeah. We're we're very fortunate here in Dubuque. We have the center of IM. They have the world's second largest gong. Oh. So our team has wow. come frequently and had they start out playing the crystal singing bowls and move into the gongs. You walk away feeling like a new person. Wow. I've never tried that. Haven't you? Uh-uh. I, you know, I was like, I've seen it. You know, you scroll through TikTok or whatever, and you hear, and you hear some of those frequencies. And I thought, I think there was one time at a con- convention or a conference we saw somebody they had, and I was like, I really, really want to try that. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting. It's amazing. Yeah. Music is the universal. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Language. Wow. wow. <laughs> I'm glad I edit this. Joe needs so an immediate Reiki session because his brain is like. <laughs> it's okay, Joe. It's okay. Tell us um, more a little bit about, you know, some of the things that you guys are doing within your group. Now, do you guys have any type of seminars, conferences, classes that you offer? We're not offering classes right now. Right now we do have coming up on. May 13th, it's a Friday, we're going to be a part of the X Conference 2022 into the rabbit hole. We're going to be doing a three-hour live investigation at the Rock Island YMCA. Wow. So we're going to be a part of that. And then we also host paranormal events. Our different chapters host events to help raise money to preserve the paranormal locations. Like coming up right now in June, Super excited. We have the Monroe House in Hartford City, okay. uh, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the one where Dick Groff found bones in the crawl space in the mm-hmm. basement and now calls it the Demon House. Yes. <laughs> in that same city, like two blocks away, the next week, we're going to be at the Blackford County Jail and Irvin Campbell Speakeasy. Wow. So they're so close. We're, we're looking forward to getting into those locations. Do you feel that the locations are intertwining the paranormal activity? 
that's what we're hoping to find out when yeah. we when we do those. See if you yeah. get the same spirits that travel from one location to the other. We're, we're, we're looking forward to getting to the bottom of that one at yeah. this one because we're going to great team of psychics that are going to be there. Mm-hmm. So the guests that have tickets to that one, they're in for a treat. Yeah. And the locations, I've heard of them. I haven't been there myself, but I've heard of so much activity in those locations. Yeah. So it's going to be an interesting night. We're going to be going live on our Facebook page. Oh, so anybody right. who wants to check it out can can definitely do that. Yeah, I definitely will. It's... Now, you said you were uh, going to investigate the Rockford YMCA, was that? Mm-hmm. Rock Island. Rock yes. Island. What What's going on there? I have not heard of that location. What's the uh, premise? That location is one we've gone back to several times. Um you know, and it's funny because a lot of people say, why do you guys go to a YMCA? Well, it's got ties to the mob. John Looney, who Al, who did business with Al Capone, Al Capone feared John Looney. Yeah. Um, John Dickerson committed a murder while he lived there. Helen Van Dale, who was a madam that really abused a bunch of the ladies. She did her business out of there. And every time we're there, we get so many new stories. Yeah, it's it's an exciting location. Anytime that you have a place where a lot of people gather, especially, you know, with the mob ties and all that, it's just a lot of activity. Yeah, <laughs> we love it. It's so mm-hmm. good. It's so modern that, I want to say it's so modern, but, you know, it's within, what, 100 years? Yeah. So, you know, these people aren't that deceased that long. Like, right. they're probably still hanging around somewhere. Oh, yeah. For sure. Now, mm-hmm. what... In your opinion, I, I always like to ask this, what is your favorite piece of equipment to use on an investigation? There's so many. Depends on what I'm trying to do. And I'm assuming you're not talking about your physical person. Correct. Um, right. Yeah. attention to your senses. Yeah. One of them I like using is a simple balloon with an LED light in it. Oh, okay. Because if that use, the reason I like it with the LED light in it you know, if that balloon starts to move at all, you can see it. And the look on guests' face when you're at an event and you have them holding this balloon on their fingertips and they can tell there's no breeze and you're talking, asking spirits on the count of three to knock that balloon out of their hand. And when Aww. you say three, that balloon goes flying. That I love that. And, you know, we're, we're so fortunate, our team. We have custom designed equipment that like nobody else has yet. Um, we were able to team up with Rob of Ghost Gear Tech. I'm not sure if you're familiar with his work, mm-hmm. but he took an old cathedral style radio for us. The white noise on it still works, but it now detects motion and EMF. And when something gets close to it, it starts recording audio oh, and video. Interesting. And he built a uh, stuffed unicorn for us that. In addition to, you know, being like your boo bear type mm-hmm. thing, it detects EMF and motion, but depending on which one is detected, it plays a tune. So you can be in another room and know your stuffed animal is getting interaction. And Bill on our team, he's incredible. He's designed a pyramid that's basically like a K2, but multi-directional. Okay. So depending on which direction the energy is coming from, that side of the pyramid will light up. Oh. And you can work it just like a K2. Ask the spirits to turn it off, mm-hmm. to, to light it up more. He's designed uh, 
Doppler radar motion sensors, so many more unique pieces of equipment. So it's it's hard to pick just one. Yeah. What do you think? Now, this may be a broad question, but what do you think ghosts really are? I mean, not talking dead people. I'm talking what type of energy do you feel that they are? don't know for sure. I just okay. kind of consider energy from another dimension. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because radar would work great. Electromagne- electromagne- wow. Electromagnetism works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's That's one of the big questions that we are talking about in our circle of friends is what are ghosts? Because you never know until you become one for one, but you never know what piece of equipment is going to work best for that situation. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, if you go into a prison, you've got, to me, you've got different ghosts than if you went into a house. Sure. You know Mm -hmm. I mean? Even though it's just different vibration of energy and Mm -hmm. different equipment you, you use to determine which spirit that is really helps out your investigation. That's why I definitely my main tool is the K2 meter. Mm-hmm. And but I also use dowsing rods in all my investigations because you never know what type of energy that's going to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm big into trigger objects to help mm-hmm. get the interaction of like you mentioned the prison, bring a pair of handcuffs at the YMCA where the guy who committed murder it was over $50 in a pack of cigarettes. Wow. We got a, we use a pack of cigarettes, the same brand of cigarettes that he committed the murder over to get him communicating with us. And it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that's it, And know your situation. Like you said, his thing was a cigarette. It was a certain brand. Now, if you brought a different brand in, he might not react to it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not mm-hmm. my brand. But yeah, just knowing, having that background of what type of spirits are there. Music is a big one, too. Using the music yeah. of that era. I We got a lot of activity by pinpointing the era of the ghosts and what music was popular at that time. Have you ever had a birthday party for the spirits? I I think we have. I haven't. Have you? We've um, done that once where we actually had a cake, put birthday candles on it, and had necrophonics. I know a lot of people don't care for phone apps, but sometimes we use necrophonics. And when we would stop singing... The singing continued on on the necrophonics, but where it got really interesting is when we were all done singing and would say, you know, whose birthday is it? Mine. Me too. (sighs) Who wants cake? They were saying who wanted cake, even to the effect of what color frosting, because one time we did it with cupcakes. Pink, blue, you know, they were saying Mm -hmm. it. Does anybody have food allergies? If you, we had a banana nut cake. If, if you're allergic to bananas, you can't have any. Oh, they've, they've noticed the color of the frosting and told us which cupcake they wanted. They talked about food allergies. We had a peanut butter banana cake once, and we said, you know, is anybody allergic to bananas? I am. <laughs> that means you can't have any cake. Sorry. And you'd get, aw. So it was, Visual. It was, it was quite, a, quite an experiment. Yeah. Visual and audio responses. Yeah, that's incredible. That just shows you yeah. that the spirits can see mm-hmm. what we are doing. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. And everybody wants to be remembered on their birthday. You know, yeah. even people mm-hmm. or souls that have passed over. That mm-hmm. that's a great trigger object because you know, I'm, 
maybe they miss having a birthday party mm -hmm. on the other yeah. side. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we played music, like you said, music. We played music for them and gotten responses of what type of music they wanted, who they wanted played, and mm -hmm. yeah, it, it's it's always interesting. That is really cool. I never thought about that. Yeah, gotta try it. We gotta try it. Who now. doesn't love cake, right? <laughs> yeah, if it doesn't, result. yeah. If it doesn't work, we just eat the cake. Exactly, it's a win-win exactly. situation. <laughs> I love it. Um, so I was looking at your bio, Candy, and, and one of the things I wanted to ask you about was being a certified soul shift healer. I want to know what this is all about. This sounds very, very interesting. Um, I was certified through Sage Goddess uh, Athena Paracas. Mm -hmm. She has a program that. It's a year-long program. Every month you're going through different things. You're basically learning how to tear yourself down to the bare basics and build yourself back up, find out why you are the way you are, and you know, learn to accept the things about you that maybe aren't perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was part of the alchemy process as well. So we they, the two were tied together, but really, you know, learning to move on from things of the past mm -hmm. and and go forward and shift your soul into the direction to move you forward. I think Joe and I need that like mm -hmm. 500%, right? <laughs> like I think everybody needs to do some improvement and, and doing things that heal yourself, um, mm -hmm. whether it's small or a year long process or whatever, you know, yeah. you can't go wrong with that. So no, you, you can't, even the smallest step makes such a big difference in your life. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, you can glance back, but focus forward. Right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Now, for our listeners who may or may not know, what exactly you said alchemy? And I, I myself don't even know too much about that or what that involves. Is that a certain science or process or? There is a scientific, scientific prog uh, process with turning things and with dealing with gold. But for the soul, it's alchemy. The, the Basically, you're rebirthing yourself oh, okay. for lack of better better words okay turning maybe your problems into not physical gold obviously but mm -hmm. you know spiritual yeah. gold spiritual gold yeah i like that i love that and you know i think that's really important because a lot of times people when they do pass away they take a lot of that trauma or baggage or hurt with them and that's why they really don't rust you know, that that's my feeling, you know, this is my opinion. Yeah, but, that's why we get to talk to them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And have you ever tried to use that on somebody as past versus the living? No, but now you gave me a new, hey, a new experience something right to today. try. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, I'm not one to say that anybody goes into somebody's haunted location and moves the spirits on, right? Because that's up to right. the owner of the house or whatever. Exactly. But you know, if there's something that you can do that eases a spirit's um, uneasiness or rest, you don't, they don't have to leave, but right. you know, if you can help them. That's something new to yeah. try. Yeah. yeah it's a sure. process. It's, you've got yeah. on, which is great about your team is you've got the psychics on your team. You have the healers on your team. You have you on your team that has all the capabilities of doing this and knowing like alchemy, knowing how chemicals work and how vibrations work and everything with the crystals and that too. It's a whole process where you can actually help someone. Yeah. I think we got to put more positive energy into this world. I think a lot of times people are out and 
I'm just telling you this is my opinion, right? Because, you know, don't write me letters, everybody. Don't <laughs> mail me a letter. But um, that, you know, we're out there trying to conjure or see what you can get away with bringing forward. If that's the lack of the better terms. You know, I think people push the limits a little bit is what I'm trying to say in the paranormal and trying to maybe mm-hmm. see a demon or yeah. whatever, yeah. quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, but why can't we use our ghost hunting or paranormal investigation more to put positive things mm-hmm. in and, and put, uh, I don't know. I don't think is peace the right word for it. I don't, I don't know. Well, you're There's bringing just the so spirits much peace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Truth. Peace is, and yeah. truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. You know, that's one of the things that's kind of unique about our mediums. They don't all see things the same way. We got Michelle, for example, she sees them how they were at the time they passed. Mm-hmm. So if you're burned in a fire, she, you appear charged to oh. her. If you were shot, she sees your gunshot wound. Wow. Then you got some mediums like Derek, uh, who he sees them in their prime, gets more of the love messages where she goes in and, okay, it looks like this happened, but uh-uh-uh, this is what really happened. So we're, all of our different mediums, they see things in different ways. So together, they're able to bring the dark and the light together, if you will, mm-hmm. and find that, help families find that truth. And I'm sure that families are very, very grateful for you guys to mm-hmm. come in and explain to them. Because, you know, and the, I would just say the average person, people who don't know about the paranormal, right, um, mm-hmm. may have something going on and it's not necessarily dark or scary. They just don't know how to communicate mm-hmm. with it. It could mm-hmm. be, you know, Aunt Joy sitting there and upset because she doesn't have her cool menthols or something, you know, like yeah. <laughs> that type because of thing. Because you moved her favorite chair from her corner to the opposite corner. Right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and she's upset and she doesn't know how to yeah. tell you guys and she's mm-hmm. around stamping her foot because he wants a rocker back in the corner. Yeah. Poltergeist exactly. activity because the rocker keeps moving. I know, right? Everybody's like, <laughs> yeah. ah, demons. <laughs> it's like, it's not demons. It's just Aunt Joyce. <laughs> haven't met one yet thank goodness right yeah yeah like do you do you feel and just your opinion like do you feel like there's plenty of demons out there do you feel like that's a rare occurrence to encounter something like that i know you worked with a lot of mediums a lot less than people think a lot of you know you got the oppression that comes before it Mm -hmm. and like you said sometimes it's just some a spirit that's upset and you fi- help them fix something and they're happy everybody in my personal opinion but they're too quick to say everything's a demon mm-hmm. anything that goes bump is a demon mm-hmm. right yeah for sure but um I, you know like what's what's going on in iowa like is there a lot of paranormal activity is there other types of paranormal not just ghosts and spirits going on in your area do you guys encounter any other type of you name it it's here Entities. it's here we're we're very fortunate we have a lot of locations to go to both haunted locations you know that are well known like your Farrar school edinburgh manor Villisca. Mm-hmm. there's so many but then we have these little diamonds in the rough that not everybody knows about so you're getting to go into them other haunted like cemeteries or different bridges or pieces of property like out in the middle of the woods do you guys have we got any, a lot have you or your team anybody on your team ever experienced anything of um 
you know, UFO nature, Bigfoot, um, Dogman, Elementals. Definitely got, you know, team members that follow the different things. So personal experiences, I'm not familiar with all what they've had with mm-hmm. that type of thing, but we definitely got the believers that follow that as well. Yeah, because a lot of times, you know, people, the when you say paranormal, they just assume ghosts. Like, there's so much more going on, right? Mm-hmm. Like, for sure. Definitely. Now, one question, I'm always curious about this, and I'm just going to ask you, because you worked in a cemetery for a really, really long time. Did you ever hear any of the um, caskets making strange noises, like exploding or popping or anything weird like that? No, no. never experienced any of that, oh, thank good. God. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because Joe and I, we went okay our dad passed away we went to visit so in the cemetery mm-hmm. there's a giant mausoleum you know where they have the the um you know like little uh what do you call them the cremated remains so, yeah yeah the new style where yeah it's a new style where yeah. they have the glass and they have the urn oh, yes. and people pictures. can put pictures and all that stuff in there so this building was massive but we were the only people in there for sure because we walked through the whole thing we heard voices mm-hmm. women's voices we heard people talking it was the most bizarre thing and i was like i don't know if people experience this in these buildings at other places i'm sure they do but it was really prevalent i was like is this normal like are these you know the spirits all just congregating in this building just hanging out and watching <laughs> you know, what's going if on I then what i know now mm-hmm. oh, I think I would have had a different experience, if you will, back then, because I didn't believe in any of it back Mm -hmm. then. So things I may have heard, I probably didn't even pay attention to or realizing I was having experiences. So, like, we've had strange experiences. We've had, like, every time we go to this certain cemetery, giant hawks appear. Like, they'll, like, be on the ground right next to us and, like, not scared or flying away or anything. And I thought, you know, this is more than once like mm-hmm. if it happened once or twice mm-hmm. okay but every time we go there we have the same experience and well, i was like, like the, the fox up in the up yeah there's a we go to a, we we go to michigan paracon which is one of the biggest okay. paracons and we always make it over to the cemetery and we see a fox every time it, every time the fox comes like, out and we took pictures of this fox and the eyes were the it was clear except for the eyes they were like hollowed out black mm-hmm it was have you ever tried recording or anything when you're there Mm -hmm. with it yeah Mm -hmm. yeah for sure i didn't get anything on my recorders i I thought i would get like an evp or something but Uh i didn't get anything there's always next time right 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 and people always say well why would cemeteries be haunted because that's not where they passed away but to me it's where people remember that person yeah every time we're out we always end up at the cemeteries. I know. But every, t- every town we go into. It's not so much. I like it because of the history. You go to a cemetery and you want to learn the history of that town. You go to the cemetery. You'll see the street names. You'll see the building Definitely. names. You'll see all that. It's And it's relaxing. But I don't know. I don't think. To me, I don't think spirits hang out at the cemeteries as much because it's not where they passed away. But like I said, it's a place where they remember people remember them. So maybe it is just a fragment of that person or something. 
or maybe they're just drawn because you were there and you're you're calling calling them, them mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. you would say. And not on the Very phone, true. But, mm-hmm. You know, it's not like they're always in one spot. They they can move around wherever yeah. they want to go. Heck yeah, they got the power that's, to do anything they want. I think that's <laughs> amazing because I, you know, when my dad passed away, I was like. I hope he's in Australia, you know, looking at a koala or something. And then I go. hope he's at the Egypt pyramids or, you know, flying with in Bigfoot. a... With Bigfoot. With Bigfoot. <laughs> he loved, my dad loved Bigfoot. Oh, my God. It was a big, big... He big... could be doing all of that. You know, one day know. one thing, the next day the next. I hope he's learning every mystery of the universe, mm-hmm. right? I, w- I hope he's traveled the entire universe and just seen everything that he's wanted to see i just think that's great i mean that's the thing about the paranormal field and that's one of the reasons we're in it is to learn and to understand what happens on the other side and you with the team having sight or uh, having mediums on there they're seeing that other side they're seeing the people that are there and it brings ghost hunting to a whole nother realm because that's one thing i like about your team is for one you're and now global that i found out and then but you're not just a team going out there and picking these locations that are supposedly haunted and going in them and, you know, saying, well, we're investigators. You take the time, you take the effort you have just from talking do to you, learning research. yeah, that you do the research and you have that variety of people on your team so that you can get every aspect of the haunting. You know, mm-hmm. I, like I said, I watched a few of your videos, so I did learn some about the team and then, you know, doing research about the team. I really like how you have the variety of people on the team. Yeah. And you could be in a location and something may happen in another state. You can call up that person in the other state and say, hey, we're having this problem. It's a team effort. And that's what I like about it. Have you ever done? Yeah, we're truly a family team. You know, we're mm-hmm. all there for each other, no matter where we're located. Have you guys ever done investigations like the different teams in the different areas done investigations at the exact same time and kind of like triangulate like your experiences and maybe try to send the ghosts from one area to the other? <laughs> like here, we're in Iowa, but ghosts, you got to go over to Greece right now and, and talk into their recorder. Are you familiar with the world's largest ghost hunt? Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We were a part of that last year, and we actually had teams in a couple locations. Myself actually was in a closet at the Haunted Castle House in Brumley, Missouri with Michelle, who is, as I said, one of our mediums. She was sitting in a portal, and I don't see things, don't claim to have any gifts. That night, I saw her face morphing, and I saw different things, and she was describing after what happened uh, during her channeling because she was channeling the different spirits. I was actually seeing her morph into these different, like her face was changing and she was talking about what she experienced. And one of our team members at the rock Island YMCA was in a sensory deprivation experiment at the same exact time. And he was describing afterwards what he was getting while in sensory deprivation. And they were in the same place at the same time. Oh, How see, cool works. is that? It works. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That's and we had, incredible. you know, I know because we were on, I was on the world's largest ghost hunt committee along with Michelle last year. And different places across the, the world were mm-hmm. picking up things from other locations. Yeah. That's incredible. We were at the Gill House here. It's in a town south of here. And we were doing the experiment and everything. And it, it that night, 
it seemed like at that location the activity was ramped up. Mm-hmm. And it's and that's what the whole world's largest ghost hunt is all about is everybody's doing it at the same time. I know. The energy. For the whole 24-hour period. It's it's amazing. You should sign up this year. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, we do. We do it every year. So, mm-hmm. you know, love it. And Has there been any locations that keeps calling you back? And not so much the people, but the location itself just keeps calling you back and you are you have to keep going back there? We got the Rock Island YMCA that we talked about a little okay. bit. That one, because it, it keeps changing. We get more for the stories we know. And the Haunted Castle House, Brumley, Missouri. I mean, that place has history. Civil War. They actually did some radar of mm-hmm. the ground and found out it was a Civil War prison camp or something like that. I don't remember exactly, but there was a camp there. And the the everything you get there, you always get something new. Hmm. Those are the two that I keep and a lot of the team like to keep going back to. Yeah. It's interesting, too, because like you may go in and, and investigate one location and get some activity or that. But when you start going back to the same place, those spirits get to know you mm-hmm. and they're going to open themselves up a little bit more and show you yep. and interact a little bit more because they get used to you, you get familiar and you bring a birthday cake, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that That's idea, like by the way. We like to try new experiments, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give them something new instead of the same old that everybody does. Yeah. Because I mean, we had to do the same thing every day. It, get kind of boring so we try to bring a different aspect in mm-hmm. in for them yeah you treat them like they're still living yeah yeah with respect yeah. yeah for sure mm-hmm. have you ever gone into a location that you're like nope nope not gonna do it not going in there not just... yet, not yet. <laughs> that's good that's mm-hmm. good you know we've had i've had one or two experience oh the the basement of west virginia penitentiary they oh, call the it the sugar shack, the sugar shack mm-hmm. was so frightening. It's, I mean, you cannot, you cannot even see your finger in front of your face an inch away from your face. It's pure darkness. And you yeah, just, that's my bucket list. Yeah. It's so sad. That's where I got my spirit attachment. It was so scary. There was such negative spirits in there. I'm like, I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. I had to like literally like turn my flashlight on and run towards the door. I couldn't take it. It was just too much. You've got the mound right across the street. Yeah. You've got the energy of all the the prisoners that have been in there. The, You know, I mean, you had prisoners killing prisoners. You had prisoners killing guards. You had guards killing guards. Guards killing themselves. Yeah. Right? Yep. And, and a bat swooped right over Joe's head. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about the bats. Yeah, they won't touch mind, you. Don't mind the bats. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, you know, Candy, if anybody wanted to get a hold of your group or, or check out your YouTube page or needed you to help them in investigation, how would they get a hold of you guys? Uh, we have our website, which is RiversideIowaParanormal.org. There's actually a contact us page if they're looking for help. Mm-hmm. They can message us right through there or through Facebook. Everything is 100% confidential. You know, from the minute we get that call, that message, that email, everything is confidential. It doesn't get discussed anywhere. So they could go there. Our Facebook page, like you mentioned, our YouTube page. If they want to come join us for one of our events, thriller.events okay. online, they can go to that and get a ticket and come join us. So they won't. They won't regret it. No, events are awesome. Yes, we love them. We we go to conventions all the time, and it's 
I'm telling you, you like we mentioned before we started recording, it's you always have someone coming up to you and say, I've never told this to anybody right. before. Right. So, yeah. yeah. So, guys, if you're in the area, make sure that you check out their events page. And if it's your first time ghost hunting, just do it. Everybody will be very open and welcoming, I'm sure. And you'll learn a oh, lot. definitely. Yeah. You definitely will learn, yeah. <laughs> but uh, we want to thank you for coming on with us. It was a blast. Yes. Sorry about the technical thank difficulties. Thank you. It's been great. Yeah. Yes. And we, you know, we wish you guys all the greatest success. And, and please keep us updated if you have any events. We'll definitely share it on our, on our mm-hmm. page. And, you know, Joe and I travel all over the United States. So, you know, you never know. We might be stopping out and join hey, you guys we would love to investigate with you we want to go to that haunted ymca <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure definitely that you, you definitely won't regret it okay i unfortunately would not be exercising at the ymca <laughs> but we may be exercising some spirits there we go that's right <laughs> there you go so awesome. anyways thank you so much for coming on we really yeah. appreciate it please check out candy and riverside iowa paranormal mm-hmm. because they are doing great work and they have some amazing things going on so thank you so much candy oh, thank you appreciate uh, you and thank you for listening this week like we always say please 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 get up on our website check out the book section we have tons of books from all the guests that have been on the show and some extras yep that have not been on the show yet, but they want to be. Uh, but yeah, thank you all for listening. And let's leave with a little bit of crud glue. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, everyone. You want to play? Are you happy, 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 baby? Happy, 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 baby?